Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for coming to Birth Your Vision podcast. And I'm your host, Hannah Kukwuli. It's a real pleasure to have you here today. Thanks for joining me. And today, on today's episode, I am joined by the wonderful Nita. She's going to be telling us about her amazing story. So I am so excited to welcome her to today's podcast. And um, today she's going to be sharing her journey from corporate life to inspiring women to take a balanced approach to success in life. So just before um, I invite her to speak, Nita is a former business consultant who used to advise large corporations, but now she is a holistic business strategist, bringing to you a passion of knowledge, sharing her expertise of change, especially in management, accounting, marketing, and business process improvement, as well as SMEs. She believes in taking a holistic approach to business, which has actually led to so many success and also building amazing solid foundation. But after so many years of working in corporate life, she has been made redundant for three times and she's going to be sharing that story with us. Um, Nita you know, was offered the chance to become her own boss when a large corporation saw the value she could bring and they were not disappointed at all. But now she is coaching. She is an amazing coach, you know, coaching. She's um, now doing coaching business to actually ignite the fire and passion back into many of her clients' businesses. She runs the amazing Success Accelerator Framework and she's able to help so many, you know, women and men in business to help them actually really ignite their fire. And she's also an independent tropic skincare ambassador. And I'm so excited to hear more about her amazing pampering services online as well as offline. So without further ado, please welcome my amazing guest, Nita. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you very much, Hannah. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. And uh, it's been quite a journey, actually, and thank you for making it such a smooth one as well. So thank you. You are absolutely welcome. Thank you so much, Nita. Um, you know, your journey is really fascinating, very incredible, um, and also quite challenging. You've had the ups and the downs, but you are a woman of um, resilience. You know, that is what really describes Nita. Um, you've had to work in corporate life for a long time managing different types of businesses but then you were made redundant so tell us a little bit about your story so that we can really get a real good snippet of what your journey has been like thank you very much hannah well it all started when i was about 24 um where i just qualified as an accountant and my manager who gave me a promotion which was great but then she said you won't get anything better elsewhere now that kind of brought the rebel out of me because i was thinking you just killed my moment of you know, excitement. And so I actually moved on. And where I was expecting to go into, into accountancy, I actually went into software consultancy at the age of 24. Um, and it gave me I mean, such a wide range of experience in different industries from apparel, retail, manufacturing service to you know, um, small to medium to the largest uh, corporations. And when I was made redundant for the first third time, I tell you what, it was, it was like being dumped from the honeymoon. You know, straight after the honeymoon, I was absolutely rock bottom. And um, you know, when it COVID hit, I was actually relying on my existing network 
to actually um, continue business. You know, but you mentioned earlier that you know I had the opportunity of a corporation where I was continuing to work through my redundancy because I'm very compassionate, very passionate about serving clients and customer satisfaction. And they saw value in me that I didn't because, you know, my self-esteem during that redundancy period was literally rock bottom. And so I just put all my passion and all my experience into it. It was, and it was absolutely fascinating. But when it mm-hmm. comes to, to me, in fact, I became my first customer because I needed to get out of my comfort zone. I needed to be, you know, there's so much competition out there. And I was thinking, how can I be unique? And so what I did is actually went back to my roots to say, well, who am I? Yeah. You know, what, what are my values? What do I enjoy? But what does the world need? And so that was the birth of the, the success accelerator where I've actually taken all my 20 years of experience into an agile framework, which is what I use uh, today. Absolutely amazing. I mean, I really love your perseverance. Um, imagine being told by your manager that, you know, um, this is it for you. You understand. But you you decided to take that on your stride and really push forward and create an amazing coaching business for yourself. Um, you know, success accelerator framework to actually take people from A to B. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Let's say, um it probably comes from my campus experience in taking a holistic approach to success in that it's not just about the numbers because mm-hmm. over time people want to, you know, it comes from the balanced scorecard approach where it's, when you've got to look at customer satisfaction, you've got to look at your market value and there's so many aspects. And so I wanted to, when I looked at my experience, it's a case of, well, actually, you know, yes, I've got a campus experience, but I've got you know, process improvement experience. I've always worked with sales and marketing and, and I've, you know, been on marketing courses. So I've got all this experience. And so taking that holistic balance approach is what builds those solid foundations. And so there's five Ps. I want to look at the persona, which is, you know, what is your persona code? Which, you know, basically what makes you and breaks you. I'm very um, passionate about the well-being of the business owners. And so I put the business owner first to say, where are you at? You know, where are you? Are you setting boundaries within yourself? So I kind of go for the persona. Then it's a case of what, who are the people that you interact with within your business? Are they taking you forward? Do you know who your ideal client is? And I kind of guide them through that. And then it's how to stamp your presence in the market. And then I bring into the accountancy in terms of your cash pool and how to spice up your profits. And each uh, each of the P's is gone into an acronym within itself. So it's bite-sized chunks. So that it's in, agile enough to say if the customer needs to, if they want to focus on their marketing, we can go on to the marketing. If they want to look at their clients' work because they want to increase the clients, we can go there. So, you know, because every client's different and I want their experience to be unique to them. And so that's the success accelerator framework model. That sounds really awesome. I mean, I love the fact that it's very robust. You know, you've got um, different elements in the framework to actually help small to medium sized businesses, you know, at the beginning, as well as, you know, in the middle stages of their business, which is really amazing. Um, You know, many women are driven by purpose. They're They're driven by ambition and they're driven by their life experiences you know what are you driven by and what is your why (laughs) my why the thing that gets me up every morning is to see a smile on people's faces the Mm. power of sharing my knowledge and having a positive impact 
It's that transformation because, you know, all this experience that I have, and again, again, I'm, I'm saying I was my first customer when I went, when I went on, you know, onto the coaching and I actually reached out to people to say, can I shadow you, you know, so I can actually see what it's like. The, the help wasn't there. And so I want to help women and not necessarily in coaching, but to say, if you're stuck in your business and you need someone to hold your hand to guide you, then that's what I'm here for. Yes. And absolutely. so it's, you know, so, so my why is to, to share knowledge, but to have that positive transformation to, and, and hold, you know, to hold the hand of the business owners, because that's something that I felt that I was, you know, when I was lost, I wish I had someone to do that for me. Absolutely. I think it's so key for us to be able to share value, um, to be able to support somebody else who is just starting at the beginning of their business and also to actually offer help. And I love the yeah. fact that you're able to actually shadow somebody else because sometimes we need to be able to, you know, um, find a way for us to be able to learn, to grow our skills, our knowledge. And sometimes we, not, we may not have enough resources to be able to do that. But if we have somebody else who's, who's already done it, I think it's so important for us to learn how we can actually partner with a person and also shadow what they are doing because it's only going to make us better, you know, mm. in terms of business women as well. So that's really super amazing. Thank you so much for um, sharing that with us. Um, you know, tell us more about um, how did you feel, you know, you know, being redundant, being made redundant for like three different times. It must have been quite hard. You must have hit rock bottom. I mean, how was your self-esteem been through that procedure three different times? If you can just share that with us and how you yeah. were able to overcome it. Well, um, in fact, I talked about this to my husband over the weekend and I actually had forgotten the very first time. Um, it happened in 2009, you know, for the first time after working for the company for about 11 years. And he said to me, <laughs> you know, it's funny, it's like um, pregnancy, you know, when you go into labor, I kind of forget all the pain because you've got this lovely thing, that you know, the, the, the child. So it was a bit like that. So, okay, I kind of pushed all the pain. But he said, you know, I was literally lost for word and I was crying and I didn't know what to do. And, and it was all of that. Um, and the second time one was, it was a bit easier because I was looking to leave anyway. So they kind of did me a little bit of favor. But the third one, I suppose it was because, you know, I was going on leadership courses. I had mentors, you know, everyone believed in me. And so where I was, you know, going up and then to be dropped again, as I said, it was like being dumped straight after the honeymoon period. I literally, I just, I was so lost. I could not understand what to do. I, had, I, didn't know, I didn't know what to do. And so all I could do was to carry on serving the clients that, um, that were reliant on me to say, you know, you still need your help. And so rather than, in a way, looking after myself in terms of, oh, I need to find a job, I need to do this, I was just focusing on the customer. Um, and that's one thing that I've, I've found today is actually by showing up and sharing what you've got people see the value in fact you're my and that's what helps in fact to boost my confidence to say if i'm making an impact that's actually going to be you know because it's it's been uh, boosting my confidence i need to carry on doing this Absolutely. and so throughout last year as well i was you know just coaching as many businesses and women that i could because that kept me it reminded me of what i had 
rather than what I didn't have. Okay. Absolutely. By just literally showing up and doing what you're good at, that's what can be going. Indeed. Um, some of our listeners, they've left some questions and I just wanted to ask you, um, they wanted to know where do you actually get the strength from, you know, to be able to um, become this amazing, resilient woman, you know, someone who has been in a corporate life for a long time and then having to kind of pivot, you know, and start from the, you know, start with using the expertise really and turn it into a coaching business. How have you been able to actually gain and get the strength that you have today? Um, probably from two, two, two ways, actually. The first one is from my mom. I mean, she brought five kids up by herself as a single parent. And with me being, you know, the youngest daughter and spending a lot of time with her, I think I got her, you know, her inspiration and aspiration of, you know, just doing what, what she could with what she had, you know, as yeah. a single parent. And so, you know, by watching her and by spending a lot of time with her, and, and she always spends her time giving, you know, helping people. So, you know, I've got a lot from my mom as well. Um, when it comes to picking myself up, I mean, I remember times, you know, going to sleep crying because I was thinking, I just don't know what to do. And, and it all comes down to faith. To yeah. kind of say, if I carry on doing, you know, in karma, if I carry on doing what I'm good at, giving to, to people that need, then it just comes back. Absolutely. Indeed, definitely. What has it been like for you, you know, working in a corporate world for a long time and looking after your children, you know, um, holding down the household, partnering together with your spouse, you know, um, what's what's the impact been like for you, really balancing and managing that? Because it's quite tough sometimes as women, we are always multitasking and juggling so many, um, you know, elements together, job, career, um, you know, business, hustle, <laughs> and being a mother and also showing up powerfully. So what has that really been like for you, Nita? Oh God, it's been it's been quite a challenge actually, and it is all about having support, you know, having the, the you know support from the family as well as colleagues as well. Because if you've got a manager that understands where you're at, you're going to get that support as well. Um, I mean, for my children, you know, I especially when I was looking for a job when I was when I made redundant to say, you know, what what do you want me to do? Do you want me to be more local, or do you want me to, you know, are you happy with me taking a job where I'm going to be travelling around? You know, yes, it means we can go on holidays and spend quality time, but what do you actually want? And uh, it was it was quite nice that they actually agreed with me to say, Mom, you know, we like you to do what you're good at. You like your traveling, you know, you like to work for the corporate life. Um, and and it means if we can explore the world, then that's great. So that was actually quite nice. And but what I've got from my children is that they've grown up, in, you know, to be their independent selves, you know, um, Great. I mean, my eldest son cooked for me for dinner yesterday, which was great. So, uh, in fact, that's one of the reasons why we had to never had to have an extension on our kitchen because they loved cooking. And so they've got their independence. I'm obviously, in fact, they come to me. My second, uh, my, my youngest son is going through his A levels, and he only comes to me for a massage, you know, to kind of release the stress and everything. <laughs> so for, for my children, it's been, you know, it's it's a role model to kind of say we want to go out, we want to explore the world. And because um, they can see if if you're in if you're in a job that you know I'm gonna say pays well and everything and you get all of these perks that's what they want okay but at the same time enjoying the experience and that's the key thing to say whatever you do enjoy yeah. the experience and also when when they were saying you know 
why don't you just get a proper job? So when I did had when I had decided that I wanted to be on my, my own boss and obviously I'm working to to kind of build it up, it's like, well, why don't you just get a normal job? And I was like, that means going back to the corporate world. I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want a nine to five job. I want, you know, what success means to me is that work life balance. It means, you know, I want to spend time with parents. I want to spend time, you know, doing the self care, whether it's gardening or, you know, learning. And it's, it's all of those to say, if I know what success means to me and you can value that, then, you know, if my, my kids can actually appreciate that, then I'm going to get the support from them as well. Definitely, indeed. Absolutely. I think it's a teamwork, really bringing up the family and also um, running your business it's a real teamwork it's about having the right network in place i'm glad you mentioned your mom many women really lean on their mom for the support and you know also their friends and family to support them because it's really not easy and i know what that really feels like as well yeah. um you uh, know so i know my husband's been the biggest support I, 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 absolutely we just want to celebrate our spouse we want to celebrate our partners you know our husbands they are just amazing and without them i don't think many of us will be able to do a lot of things that we are doing currently and yes we definitely salute those wonderful partners in our life um also i wanted to know about how you've been able to kind of um avoid overwhelm or perhaps you know overcome it or if you have maybe one or two tips you can actually share with us of how you've been able to manage um overcoming overwhelm or what you actually do okay in fact i've actually put a sheet together which mm. you know, we'll put my links later on um because i for me and i said i was my first customer to kind of say I can say drink my own champagne so the advice that I give I want to be I need to be an example for what the advice I give and so yeah. it's all about what I found is it's time management and discipline okay but also focus so if you know what success means to you you know you're putting focus on those where you want to be in five years time where you want to be in three years time okay so if you know where you want to go and yeah. then every task you do to say, is this taking me towards my goals? Is it actually some things you've got to do? Okay? You still got to feed the kids, right? <laughs> but you know, and then that should be a goal in itself anyway. Um, but you you if you know where you want to go, you're gonna be focusing on that. And Definitely. and by setting goals, it makes the invisible visible. Okay. So by setting goals, it's all about task, you know, uh, management. In fact, what I say to, to my customers is do a brain dump, write everything yeah. that you need to do, okay? And actually put them into clusters to kind of say, okay, in order for me to have a steady cash flow, I need to do my expenses, I need to do my tax returns and all of that. And so by looking at your tasks as clusters, suddenly it becomes, there's more motivation because you know that if you're gonna, if you want a steady cash flow, you're gonna need to do all these tasks. Yeah. So by, by doing a brain dump, um, you get to one, see what needs to be done, questioning to say, are these working towards my goals? And then also prioritizing them to kind of say, does this need to be done today? What if I don't today? In fact, what if I don't do it at all? What if mm. I give it to somebody else? So you start yeah. to question all the tasks. And by doing that, you're, you find that you've probably dropped about 30% of all the things that you needed to do. Right. Okay. And so the overwhelmness is basically, you're getting involved in too many things or you're saying yes to too many things. Yeah. In fact, where I say you've got a to-do a to list, why not have a 
a do not to do list. Yeah, because what by doing that, what you're doing is setting boundaries. Yes. And that's very crucial to say, if I know what my boundaries are, then I, I, learn, I can learn to say no. In fact, I will say no, because I know that it's, it's, it's not something that I do. Okay. Indeed. And obviously, you've got to be a little bit agile. You know, you need that cons- that contingency. But you know, ninety percent of the time, if you want to avoid overwhelmness, then time management, set your boundaries. In fact, what I tend to say to my uh, clients is, organize your days. You yeah. Know, t- put your tasks into the kind of brain activity that you need. Okay, so Mm. I'm more of a morning person, so I want to be, I'm more creative in the morning. Okay, so I'll be learning, but at the same time, I'm doing, you know, um, doing the notes for my coaching meetings. Okay, and then as it goes into the afternoon, I'll probably do network meetings, which don't require as much brain power. Okay, Mm -hmm. so (laughs) by doing that, you're actually, so my Mondays and Tuesdays are focusing on my coaching. Wednesdays are for doing this. Thursdays is working in skincare. Friday afternoons, yeah. I want those off because hubby has Friday afternoon off and I want to spend quality time with him. Good. Okay. And so by scheduling self-care into, you know, we, we learned about it yesterday, by scheduling ta- self-care into your into your weekly routine mm-hmm. means that you're going to have that downtime. Okay. And then the final point I wanted to say, and, you know, a lot of people say you've got a journal. What, what does journaling actually do? What yeah. journaling does is you're writing down what what's happened during the day but actually what how it impacted you in terms of how did it make you feel okay i had a meeting that got me really excited it means i can do this and i can do that oh i had a a meeting with so uh, with so and so and it made me cry and 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 by writing those emotions down what you're actually doing is you're allowing your brain to process the activities the the traumas and the excitements of the day. So when you go to bed, you've actually saved your brain a job. And so it's ready to relax. And so part of overwhelmness is to make sure you have that downtime to reflect. Okay. And and I think, you know, the, the, the whole of the pandemic period has been, you know, quite a few seasons for people all in one. You know, I had my winter, then I, you know, well, I had, sorry, I had my autumn where everything just fell apart. Then I had my winter so I could reflect and, and rebuild myself and learn. And then now spring has come. And, you know, so as seasons change, as humans, we also have seasons as well. So it's known where you're at, accepting some things that can go down, but by coming aware of them, you're actually able to assess you know, this is happening because I need to do this. This is happening because the universe will shake. You know, when I was going through my third redundancy, there were a few signs, okay, but I ignored them. And then suddenly an earthquake happened, I got made redundant, and that's forced to change. Yeah. So by by slowing down and actually becoming aware, you can actually notice those signs to say, where is this taking me? You know. Definitely. I think, you know, you've definitely nailed it with those amazing tips as well. Um, You know, you've mentioned quality time with your partner. That is so important. You've mentioned, you know, giving yourself a break. Um, You know, you've also mentioned how to balance family together and get a good support network there. And also just know when to stop, when to have a break, you know. And these are very important things. I'm just looking at the comment section. I want to say hi to Mina. Thanks for joining us. And she said, focus is good. It helps you to be grounded and determined. 
Um, you have to see your goal and have that focus. Thank you so much. Absolutely, indeed. I'm loving the comments coming through there. Um, you know, you've actually worked with Cardbury, and I just wanted to know, um, you know, <laughs> how has that been for you, especially being surrounded with some amazing, delicious chocolates? I mean, which one is your favorite out of all the Cardbury? <laughs> oh, Cardbury's oh, chocolates. chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> I was just saying, uh, if I was telling someone today, you know, when they're making the rum and raisin chocolate, because you could smell the rum in the air, uh, just walking across the, the factory grounds. Um, I, I like chocolate, alcohol and nuts, preferably all together. Um, but I'm kind of, I do like my dark chocolates. I'm a, a dark chocolate kind of girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Dark chocolate is really healthy, isn't it? Indeed. Yeah. Um, you know, um, your journey into kind of starting off with your coaching business, how has it been like for you? What challenges have you had to overcome? to be in the position that you are today and if there is any way you've actually overcome it please do share the the challenges um i mean first of all the shift from going from corporate to be becoming your yeah. boss the biggest one is always the financial security yes you know, um, as well as the private medical that's probably the biggest thing that i missed the private medical but um you know the the financial the financial security is the biggest thing that it hits you deep i mean i've I started working since the age of 14 okay oh, wow. so i've always worked um you know even during when i was doing my university i've always worked so you know to during the pandemic to actually have a time when you know you're not earning anything it, it really hits you but you know if you, i think i said before if you look at what you've got rather than what you haven't or or what you've achieved then that actually helps to build that resilience to say you know what it's okay, you know, times will go down, also they'll go up. And so, you know, the, the financial security was one of them. The other one was the, and one thing I found was when I was doing all my presentations, you know, I'm talking on stage I'm in front of 400 people and, and, you know, all of that and running my own workshops, there was a structure. And I remember one of my managers said, you were great in the first five minutes, but then afterwards, you know, you didn't see yourself. And I was like, that's because in corporate, they tell you what you have to say, you've got to run a script and everything. And so that was a sign to, for me to say, you know, when I'm myself, I'm actually standing out. You know, in fact, there's a quote from uh, a gentleman called Andy Harrington, why are you trying to fit in when you're born to stand out? Okay. And so what I actually discovered was when I was, when I am myself, when I'm that free spirit of doing what I want, that's yeah. when, you know, I shine. And so I want to do more of that. And so the the challenge for me was it's time to let go of all those processes. It's time to let go of um, the, almost the structure. And it all, that's almost scary because it's like bungee jumping where you've got yeah. no, you know, it's like jumping off a cliff and you're you're assembling the airplane, which is about to shoot off. But actually, you've got to assemble this plane before you hit rock bottom. Um, and so... The other part was decision making, you know, obviously by working in the corporate world, some of the decisions are made for you, some of them you've got guidelines, and now you're on your own boss and it's like, who do I actually, oh my God, I'm going to have to make this, this decision. Mm. And so another thing I've learned is that actually you need three types of peer groups, okay? Those that you teach, so this could be your customers, people in your team, those that are in the same level as you, those that you laugh with. 
and those that you actually look up to. So like your influencers, your mentors. And so by having those three types of peer groups, you've actually got a good balance of give and take, but also laughing with as well. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd say it's the, it, it has been a change, but because I've always worked from home, I've had that autonomy of, you know, managing my time and everything. So the yeah. working environment hasn't changed, but the discipline and the, you know, the, the levels of management has been the biggest change. Um, but you are literally thrown out to say, just deal with it. Absolutely. And you know what? You just deal with it. So, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. You know, you said something about standing out. I think it's really important for us to be very um, intentional, for us to be unique. You know, it's so important for us to be unapologetic because at the same time as well, we ha we can only be authentic. Um, it's important for us to be confident, not try to be nobody else and just be yourself because it's quite tiring and very um, straining for you to continuously try to fit in you know, you have to stand out. And and the only way you can stand out is just to be you because there isn't nobody else like you. There is just you. And it's important that you embrace who you are, you know, and love who you are and believe that you have something to offer because everybody is an asset in their own way. You just have to believe it. So absolutely, I love what you said about standing out and just being yourself, which is truly amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, in business, what are the um, main tools that you absolutely enjoy using and how effective has it been for you um tools as in um like software or tools as in um like yeah so you know tools in terms of um coaching tools so for example having a system what sort of systems have you been able to use to help you with your coaching business to make life a lot easier for you because often enough when we um, start on this coaching journey um, some of the challenges in the beginning is not having the right system <laughs> and the right process <laughs> in place. You're having to run and, you know, set up a payment process there and set up a funnel there. What have you particularly found to be very useful to help you, you know, tie your coaching business together? Mm. So the first one was in order to address the overwhelmness in terms of time management was yeah. to actually invest in um software like canonly okay so that's something that you can start off for free yeah okay and that allows you to set your own calendar availability mm -hmm. okay and so i've got now the the pro version because yeah. i want yeah. to have different types of meetings for each day okay yeah. so if i've got um, a network meeting then if you look at my calendar link for Discuss, you know, like a uh, like a networking introduction chat. It's only available on like Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yes. Okay. Um, if I'm when I'm doing my coaching, then they've almost got like a VIP calendar. In which mm -hmm. case, if they if they're working throughout the day and they want to do a, a Sunday morning, they can do. But actually, they've yeah. got to give me at least twenty four hours notice before they do that. And so, Canadly has been very powerful to help me with my time time management, but also preparation to make sure that I'm prepared, especially when it's um, a client meeting. Um, and and also, they've had time to um, prepare themselves as well. the The other one is, you know, my, my framework in itself has given me a lot of structure because. Yeah. Ooh, and if you can hear the thunder there, <laughs> um, the uh, my framework has really helped because it's given me some structure uh, yeah. in terms of the processes 
and you know things like you know how to find your ideal client. So there's things that I learned in the corporate world whilst working for IBM that kind of mm. gave me that client empathy map to say, you know, what is you know people buy from people, people buy with emotions. So how can you help your clients to to discover their you know the client avatar, their, their ideal client? And so that's been a very um, uh, useful tool in itself. And that was um, founded by a gentleman called Dave Dave, Dave Gray. Okay. okay, he's got a he's got a book called the yeah, Connected Companies, um, and then you know you find over time that you need um, software to, to to do your landing pages and everything, and and the nice thing out there is that you can actually try the software for free to kind of get you started, and then once you find out which one you're more comfortable with, which one actually suits the way you work, then that's really helped as well. But at the same time. If you find that, you know, in fact, I'm, I'm at this stage now, you know, I'm, I'm using three different types of um, um, software tools to kind of help me with my web page to grow my email list. And although I've chosen it, I'm going to choose to delegate it to somebody else because yeah. managing the software and everything. And even though I've got the software background, I know, yes, I can do it, but actually I want to focus on helping my clients. Okay, Absolutely. so you know the tools are there. It doesn't mean I, you know, I have to use them all because I need them for my business. But actually, I'm going to delegate it to somebody else, and that's yeah. you know that actually is another um, solution for overwhelmness. To say I want people to focus on what they're good at. You know, people start yeah. their business because it's something that they enjoy. It's a skill that they have that they want to share. It doesn't automatically qualify them to run a business. Okay, and therefore, yes, you can do everything yourself, but there will be a stage where you're actually going to outgrow yourself. So, you know, somebody actually says, if you want to elevate in your business, you have to delegate. And so, a part of doing that brain dump of all those tasks that you need to do, start to also assess, am I actually enjoying this? You know, put it into, if you know, I know a lot of businesses are relying on government grants. Put it on, if I get that grant, that's the first thing to go. Yeah. So by putting your task to say the priority, but also do you actually want to continue doing it? Is it something that you want to outsource? Is it something that you want a virtual assistant to do? Mm. Okay. And as you know, you know, that's the power of virtual assistant. You don't have to hire somebody full time. Yes. You know, it just needs a couple of hours a week to actually make it affordable, but at least it gets done as well. Indeed, definitely. Um, what sort of advice would you actually give any woman who is actually looking to start their own business? Perhaps they have been made redundant as well, just like you have, or maybe they're really looking for a way to kind of level up from being in a um, nine to five job and just basically starting a side hustle. You know, what sort of advice would you give to any woman who is actually watching today? Um, first of all, you know, if they want to have a one-to-one uh, -one chat with me, I'm certainly open to that. You know, we'll put that link in there. In there. Um, say, if you get the opportunity to to share, you know, look at the kind of people that that influence you. You know, yeah. so you you need to have and say that top here. You have people that influence. Why why do you follow the people that you follow? You know, celebrities, yes, but why are you actually following them? you know um and so if you've got influencers reach out to them this you know because you know surprisingly or not they will be actually quite privileged to say i've got a follower that actually wants to learn from me okay and they don't have to be celebrities i mean when i reached out to you know even though she said she was too busy i took that uncomfortable action of saying 
you know, in the consultancy business, we always shadowed each other. It was our way of learning. It was the, the hands-on way of learning, okay? Um, also, because I don't like to sit down and just read, read, read. I want to be doing, and that's the way I learn. So also, it depends on the kind of person you are and how you actually learn. But to when you want to start your own business, it is, you know, looking at other people, but not in terms of comparison, to mm. kind of say, you know, because when you, the moment you start comparing yourself to somebody else, that can be quite, you know, depressing. But you look yes. at it in the sense of, okay, oh, I really like what Hannah's done. Okay, she's got her own podcast, absolutely fantastic. How can I learn from her? Okay. Yeah. Um, and so when you're starting your business, look at your 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 mentors, okay, and reach out to men. And also, I, mean, I know Jay Shetty says that your mentors don't have to be living people, okay, mm. you, or you know, someone that you need to meet face to face. There's enough out there for you to learn to say, what did they do to help them? Okay. And the biggest thing is, I mean, don't overthink it. Just do it. You know, if you're in, if you're not embarrassed of your version one, then you started too late. Yes. By putting something out there, getting some feedback, you know, then you just evolve. And you know, life is for about ever learning. You know, don't don't you know? People say you know, everyone's got you know, a lot of people have got a fixed mindset. Well, I want to change that fixed mindset into a growth mindset. Mm. To say you know. I mean, tell you the truth, when I was in there, when I was working, before I got first made redundant, we were having redundancies every six months. So I survived for 10 years. And I was told the reason why I survived is because I was willing to accept new ways of working, willing to learn. And so that's what you need when you're starting your own business. There will be challenges to kind of say, you need to know this, you need to keep up to date with social media, you need to put posts on social media, and all of those things come up to kind of say, well, what actually works for you? Okay, so when you start your own business to say, in fact, I go back to, uh, I don't know if you heard of the Ikijai model, okay? So that's that's kind of helping you to find your passion to say, what am I good at? What does the world need? What can I be paid for? Um, and what, um, what skills do I have? Okay. Yes. So when you start your own business, are you actually solving a problem for somebody that needs it? You know, does the world actually need what you're having to offer? Okay, and so by if there's a problem or the desire a desire that you're actually fulfilling, then that's 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 basically you know you're in the in the right direction. After that, it is a case of just getting out there and doing it. Definitely, yeah. indeed, yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for those amazing um, tips and strategies that you've been able to use, and also you know support your clients with as well. I am so excited for today's um, amazing show. You've been an amazing guest. Thank you so much for coming on. It's really a pleasure. Just as we round up, just tell us how our um, audience can actually reach you. How can they be in touch with you? So I hang out on LinkedIn. Um, I'm going to say I do have an Instagram account, but I'm probably not as active as I should be. So LinkedIn tends to be the place I hang out. Um, and I've also got my um, website as well. On um, LinkedIn, it will take you to my webpage where you can obviously book a discovery call with me. And on, in fact, on Instagram as well, if you go onto my bio, that will take you to a link which will take you to those what I call my 11 essential questions that every business owner must ask themselves if they want to continue in business. And that's going about becoming aware of themselves, making sure 
that uh, they are actually looking after themselves. Fantastic. So I've been able to leave all your contact details um, in the comment section there for our listeners to be in touch with you. Um, also, just last words of inspiration to many of our audiences, um, just to inspire them as we round up the podcast. A word of inspiration and encouragement. <laughs> um, there's a few things, actually. One of them is, you know, don't be perfect. Just be real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a few quotes that I, you know, I kind of wrote down is uh, one from uh, John Gordon who says, "We don't get burnt out because of what we do. We get burnt out because we forget why we do it." Mm. And then Simon Sinek who says, uh, "I've just got it here. People don't buy what you do; they buy why you do it." There you go. Indeed. I love that. The last one that you said. Mm. Um, and I just want to say, I absolutely love what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Absolutely. Likewise, likewise. Thank you so much, Nita, for coming on the show. It's a real pleasure to have you. Thanks for really inspiring many of our audiences today. And we would love to continue um, to wish you all the very best in your um, career and your amazing coaching um, services as well that you offer to many um, people in business as well. So thank you so much for being on the show. How has been? How has the experience been for you, being on you the Birthday Podcast show? It's been, I think I said at the start, it was very relaxing. You know, from the moment we met, it was, you made it really, you know, comfortable for me. Uh, you know, in fact, you didn't make me cry this time, so that was good. <laughs> You know, telling you my story was uh, yeah. quite emotional so um, it was it was nice to be able to give and actually share I think that's the power of it um, so thank you for making it comfortable for making it smooth and um, yeah and all I can say for you is to carry on what you're doing because you know it's certainly given me a buzz it's helping me to see you know what I want to do you know how I want to grow because you know it's all about we're helping up clients grow but we also need to look at ourselves and say what can I do differently what can I do better and so you know it's been it's given me the opportunity to do that as well so thank you very much absolutely thank you so much and to all our amazing viewers if you want to actually use your message to make a difference and to impact the world you know you want to share your message with the world then I've got an amazing opportunity for you to join me on my six weeks online coaching program to help you start your own podcast show as well so go into the link and obviously um, book yourself a session and we'll start talking from there so thank you so much everyone thanks for joining us and we will see you next week on another wonderful episode with another incredible guest so take care and have a great evening stay blessed thank you thank you very much Anna and thank you to the listeners <laughs>